Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Steak Burger Friday here at the Butcher Shop. Doors are open. Burgers are cooking. Pick your cheese. Pick your toppings. Come and get you some $12 with fries and a drink. It's ridiculous. We'll be here until 1. They won't be around until 1, I don't imagine, but... I, I mean, was look at all the burgers that are going out the door right now. Yeah, I would encourage you right now to get over here if you can for lunchtime. I mean, they'll have them through noon, I would think, though, 1230 at least. So, come on. It's kind of a tough one for Tom Murphy. But, you know, I don't know if it's on your way to Starkville, Tom, but if you're in the neighborhood, you might want to stop over. Well, I wish I'd have known about this yesterday because we might have done that. But it, as it is, we're, we're at a eatery near Wally's Jojo. How about that? Near what? Uh, near Wally's Dojo. Uh, we're going to get Wally and drive on over to Tupelo from here. Okay. Oh. Yeah, well, I wish that I had uh, ironed that out, but that's okay. Anyway, well, let's talk Let's talk football. Do you have a good feeling about what's going to happen with the quarterback situation on Saturday for Arkansas? I think I do. I'll, I'll accent um, what Wes just said. Um, Kate Fortin has done something in practices, his accuracy with passing, his grasp of the offense, um, ran the two-minute drill to good effect, you know, I think during spring and fall camp. And so he he got past Malik Hornsby. Um, and I do think the score had something to do with him coming in first. But anyway, he's ahead of Hornsby. But I also think we're going to see both guys. Because you, you, it would be smart if you had the Hornsby packages and say they were really working. He was getting around the edge. Um, then you roll with him. and so. I, my gut is it's unlikely that KJ plays. Um, uh, in the conversations I've had with some folks, I just don't think from the very outset of this that it was it looked good for him to be able to play. And I mean, there's a chance that say he gets through all the protocols and like is adamant I I want to play, but I just think that's the unlikely scenario. So I think we're going to see the other two. If he clears the doctor, he clears the protocols, you feel like there's still a, a good chance that Arkansas will say, or Coach Pittman, or someone will say, nope, we're going to wait a week anyway. Um, yeah, and even KJ. I mean, because I think now, all we know now, if he's fully through everything, uh, I don't think there'd be great pressure. I mean, there would be internal pressure maybe from your teammates, but if KJ, in his own heart, doesn't feel like he would be all right, um, or I just need a, a week, then give that to him. I, I That's the way we are now as a society. You're, this one game is important, but your life, your quality of living, and all that is more important. And I, I would like to think KJ would would um, take that stand if, if that's the way he feels. Well, if KJ can't go, and uh, we've seen this in the NFL with teams, you can step up and still find a way to win. That means the rest of this team is going to have to step up. And for me, you know, obviously you, you'll have to be able to run the ball, but you've still got to complete some passes. But it's the defense. The defense, Tom, will have to step up. They can't allow Mississippi State to score 40-something points and expect a team with a backup quarterback in there, backup quarterbacks, to score outscore them. It's, the defense has got to win this game. Um, absolutely. Things that have not happened so far this year, uh, would have to take place. They'd have to tackle better. They'd have to get off the field. Maybe, maybe pressure them a little and get some turnovers. But I don't think the way they've covered 
the way they've tackled in the secondary is good enough to get it done, particularly it being a road game against a team that's really feeling its oats right now. I mean, coming off the win over A&M, Will Rogers is on his game. And the thing is, Mississippi State has seen all the defenses. It's just a matter of how well they execute. Um, so Arkansas's linebackers are going to have to be crisp if they're covering back. Um, the nickels and the safeties, and it's a depleted secondary, are going to have to tackle guys when they catch the ball. They can't be running through everyone like Missouri State and some other teams have done. And, uh, and they've got to just be able to bottle up the run. I mean, there's a lot of things that will have to take place for Arkansas. I, I mean, close to a turnover-free game, can't allow something huge in special teams. Um, but I do think they're, they're confident in their game plan, and I think if they execute some stuff and don't turn the ball over, they'll have a chance to win. Tom, you can't account for you know, injuries. They happen. But, I mean, it does feel – I mean, I hesitate to call it desperate, but, it, I mean, it, you've got to do something, obviously, to try to shore things up on the back end. When you're moving receivers to defensive back at this point in the year, it is a little – well, it's a lot concerning. And you've got guys that are switching to positions they haven't played before. And I, I know it's out of necessity. I get it. But it's doesn't can't, – can't give a lot of confidence, I would think, to a fan base that's hoping for Arkansas to get back on track, especially against this passing team. Well, I mean – that's that's what's happened to them. Mbake, he wasn't in the receiver rotation, so why not? I think Sam Pittman told him, look, if you come over, you're in the 2D. Well, he is. Now, so Hudson Clark, will he play more safety this week? Probably. It, Sam had mentioned that before. I mean, as they were getting Miles Flusher back, Sam Pittman was mentioning that. So that's not that out of the ordinary. Um, if Mbake were to play, um, that would be, you know, that's a lot of pressure, having to pick up the schemes and then guard a very pass-heavy attack in your first game. So, um, yeah, they, they are hurting. I mean, I, Miles Flush's availability, Latavius Greeny's availability, I'm not sure. Um, I think those – he said something about game day decisions, and, and I think he meant KJ and those two guys. And, and Bob and I were talking about this on the drive down. We, we were talking about how – Arkansas went nine and four last year, but think of their injury luck. It, they did really well, other than losing Catalan midway through. There were some dings and some guys who might have missed a game here or there, but otherwise, KJ was healthy the whole way through, or relatively healthy. Um, dinged up against Auburn, maybe, but otherwise, they were healthy. And then this year has been a different story, and it's just a, it's just the truth of the matter. It's a thin line in the SEC West, and when you're this dinged up, it's been tough. What do you think of Hudson Clark playing safety? Well, it's it's what are the responsibilities? You know, are you going to come in there and, you know, lower your shoulder on some guys? I think Hudson Clark can do that. Um, it, you know, some of the things that you learn, you, you have to use some different techniques at safety. But as long as he knows what the coverage plan is, and I, I suspect they're going to still play some of their cloud coverages that they've done before because it's been successful for them. And so they're probably going to take away a rusher. Um, and if, if Will Rogers has time, he's going to find open guys. So somehow or the other, you still got to rattle him, but you still got to cover. It's a, it's a tough assignment for the Razorbacks. We've got this question from our first Arkansas Bank and Trust text line. Do you guys think the coaches have lost the locker room? Seems to me there's so much controversy on our team. What do you think? Tom, what do you think? 
Um, I, no, I disagree with that. I don't. I think the locker room's still together. Um, they understand they're going through some adversity, but that's this is why. That's what Sam Pittman has done as a head coach is he's he's brought the locker room together. Um, you know, it's been a tough schedule. I do wish they had gone deeper in certain positions. Like I wish Tykeus Crawford had played more at um, uh, on the offensive line. I wish more receivers had played to this point. But they've done a good job keeping the team pulling in the same direction. I, I don't think they've come close to losing the locker room. Yeah, I'm glad you said that. It's the same thing. I don't. I, I haven't. What's the controversy? Injuries? Um, yeah, defense I think, is struggling, so they're trying. They're in desperation mode, so they're trying different guys. Yeah. I, I don't see controversy. I think their mojo's down a bit, but there's nothing that can be done about it. I mean, it is. It's it's largely based on a couple of disappointing plays and injuries. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It, it all boils back down <laughs> to a Win that game, and everything's different right now. Everything. That that's that's exactly what my point was going to be, Wes. Uh, you know, maybe make the field goal or not have the fumble and win the A and M game, and you're at four and one. It's a different feel, no question. No, and look, Tom, they were on their way, and that's one of the things I felt like they were about to blow A and M out, just like Mississippi State did, and they made a couple of bad decisions. Uh, I thought there was a couple bad play calls, and instead of blowing them out. It was a tight game. They end up losing it. If they blow them out, we're going into this Mississippi State game with a lot of people thinking, hey, we blew out A&M. A&M just got blown out by Mississippi State. This should be a close game instead. I mean, the feeling is Mississippi State's about to blow out Arkansas for a lot of people. Not everybody. I don't want to speak for everybody, but there are people that think that Mississippi State's about to blow out Arkansas. Uh, For Arkansas to have success for a third straight year, let me remind you, against Mississippi State, what do you think they have to do? What? Why are you rolling your eyes? Because. There's something there. When you beat a team they time gave after up, time after time, you guy, get that feeling. Guy missed three chip shot field goals, and they gave up 420 yards passing last year. Don't act like they played great and dominated the game, Wes, or they've got some magic formula against Mississippi State. They, they survived. Well, they survived. But don't act like they're they're just, like, dominating. You know the way Mississippi State did LSU last year? It ain't, it ain't the same thing. Let's not let's not pretend like. They lost to LSU last year. They beat them the year before. Whatever, when they when they threw all over them and shocked the world. Yes. Nobody saw it coming. 2020. Anyway, it's, I mean, you're talking about toss-up games. You act like Arkansas has got the magic formula to beat Mississippi State. They got shredded last year and still won the game. That's great. That eight-man front's worked pretty well. That game, I will. it's an analogous to what happened with Arkansas and A&M this year. It's the same thing. You're the better team, and you lost the game. Mississippi State wasn't the better team last Weren't year. Weren't they? No. Okay. No. All right. He missed three chip shot field goals. He threw for 420 yards. You're going to win the game nine times out of ten. But do they if also they make fum- the How many times they fumble last year? Okay. Again, you can't account for turnovers necessarily. But Sorry, Tom. Anyway. We'll, we'll argue later. Yeah, I disagree. Can I come in and officiate a little bit, man? Arbitrate, arbitrate for you guys. No, um, what they need to do is they need to keep the ball. They need to convert on third downs, and their running game work for them and score at the end of drives, and then you got some pressure on them. And uh, it's about a little bit of ball control and, and things like that. And then maybe get off the field a couple of times on third down. I, that's, that's the worry is that these teams are conver- converting third and longs and they're staying on the field. If, if they can just get an incomplete pass on a third and eight one time, um, it changes the complexion of the game. And I, they're going to need some of that in this one. 
Well, hold them to field goal attempts, I will give you that. Even if they make them, that's going to be a key. I mean, who's going to finish drives and who isn't? And certainly with Arkansas's run game, you like to, if they can get in the red zone, they'll have a shot, even you know, with any of the quarterbacks, I would think. Look at that, our gear cleaned up. We should have just yelled at each other earlier. That would have been way easier. Um, okay, so how about the rest of the, the league, Tom? What? Do we have to talk about this game anymore? I'm just going to say, Mississippi State scored 28 on them last year, and they scored 14 the year before. I'll take that right now. Yeah, 14. So something's there, Justin. 28, 28 14. What's 28 plus 9? 37. They missed three chip shot field goals, let me remind you. Again, I don't think that's going to happen. You're not going to get lucky like that every time. Just like AM got very lucky this year to, to beat Arkansas. You think there's two idiots in, in Aggieville sitting around talking about how great AM is and they got the magic formula to beat Arkansas? They're going to be talking about that next year? Or are they going to say, we got lucky as hell last year to win that game? They got that's lucky what I guess. Hell. But that, that wasn't the same game. It, Arkansas got lucky to win the game last year, and you know that. Mm. Yes, they did, Wes. Anyway, Tom, can we talk about some other games? So I don't have to Draymond Green Wes over That's here. Fine. We're having our verbal we're having our verbal <laughs> warrior fight over here. Um, you're gonna be Jordan Poole in this scenario. I did the numbers. I did throwing the numbers. verbal haymakers. I yes. did the numbers on the last no, I did the numbers on the last two years. The twenty one point average is, is good for Arkansas's defense. But the total yardage and the passing yardage are pretty much on Mississippi State's norm, those two averages. So, in other words, holding them in the field goals, I mean, that's the kind of thing you have to do to beat it. Hold them to the yeah. field goals, they miss them, good. So, they've been on their average, basically. Um, okay. Yeah, I'm very interested in the Tennessee at LSU game, y'all. Uh, I think I really struggled to pick it. I wound up picking Tennessee. I'm having second thoughts. I think LSU is really solid right now. Um, and I think they'll slow Tennessee down to a certain extent. My question is, how effective can LSU? Didn't LSU? I think I just saw that one of their starting receivers is out too. LSU has struggled to throw it, and obviously that has been the defensive bugaboo for Tennessee. So that's the only reason I'm okay with that matchup, and I think Tennessee can score on anybody. So I, I, I'm agreeing with you. I don't think it's going to be as easy as uh, I want it to be, but I think they're going to win the game by four, five, six, seven points, enough to cover the number. Um. Yeah, but there's something worrying me just a little bit here. Yeah. Uh, Tennessee had a big struggle with Pitt, and then Georgia Tech turned around and and beat Pitt last week. So what? Isn't that who beat Pitt? It was a surprising result that well, that Pitt lost last week. So. College football's strange, Tom. You know that. I mean, Georgia was in very much in trouble against Missouri. That was legitimate. Like they were legitimately in trouble. That's inexplicable. Yeah. Football's so weird. Hey, what about Kentucky? If uh, their quarterback can't go, and that's been much debated as well. I mean, that's almost been talked about as much as KJ probably around the league this week. Um, they are really struggling to run the football, guys. I mean, they're 107th in the league. Now, obviously, they've leaned heavily on the pass, and that'll skew your run numbers. question becomes, can't what? They're saying hi. Hi. Can they yeah. run the football? That's the question. Can they run the football if, and I'm not saying they're going to completely change their game plan if their quarterback's up, but can they run the football? Oh, certainly they can. I think Chris Chris Rodriguez, the second game back, will be good for them. Um, I, you know, they were my upset pick last week. And doggone, if they don't have those weird end of the game plays, I think they they go ahead and beat Ole Miss. And by the way, you want to talk about fortuitous scheduling? Look at Ole Miss's schedule to this point. They've been able to like build confidence. You know, play teams that they were better than Georgia Tech and so on. And then they have Vandy coming up. I mean, I was talking to somebody. They could be eight and zero, you know, before they played Bama. And are they legit? We don't know yet. Yeah, that's a good point. Eight and zero, eight and one. 
hopefully they lose to Arkansas eight and two. Then the, <laughs> Miss- the Egg Bowl could be really good this year. Could be very good, depending if Mississippi State wins this week or not. But that was one of the things. Remember, Matt Muscona pointed that out, that Ole Miss had a very easy schedule and very well could be a top-ten team, top-five team, and we, they haven't played anybody. We right. don't know anything about Ole Miss. Yeah. I don't think they're going to win at LSU right now either, though. I mean, I'm not, I'm not convinced of that, I guess. I'm not going to say that. I don't think they'll be favored, though, do you? I mean, I think LSU's probably a close a close favorite, depending on what Ole Miss does. As long as I don't goof something up the next couple weeks. Nah, it's too early. But when LSU loses at home to Tennessee by 10 this week, then, yeah, probably Ole Miss will be favored. But LSU's an underdog at home, so that's not a shock, right? Yeah. So I think Ole Miss will be, too, a favorite. You think they will? Uh-huh. I don't think we're going to confuse the two. Ole Miss is a lot better defensively, though, I'll give you that. They're not very dynamic offensively. Tom, we really just want you to come on here and listen to us fight. Uh <laughs> Anything, any national games, Tom, you got your eye on this weekend? Uh, you know, I just looked at the schedule. Uh, th- you know what? There are some really good. Um, TCU and Kansas uh, are undefeated, games, and we're five weeks in. Who would have ever thought that? Yeah. Yeah, TCU, Kansas is a. Is, who would have thought, man? That's, that's a great poser. Um, I think Utah against USC, maybe? UCLA. Going on in the good one. 12. So there's some. Oh, you see, yeah, so there's some good, impactful um, games in some of the other conferences that, that affect the standing of the, yeah. the polls. I concur. Uh, what about BYU-Notre Dame? I mean, I think a lot of people will be watching that game since Arkansas plays BYU next week. Well, and a lot of us think the game, uh, the wrong team might be favored in this one, too. Well, who's favored? Notre Dame at home. Actually, not at home. It's neutral, right? This is the game in Vegas. Correct. It's in Vegas. Yeah, it's in yeah. Vegas. So hopefully Arkansas, for Arkansas' sake, Notre Dame pounds on them a little bit. They're a little dinged up because that's going to be a tough game for Arkansas, too. This, this, is, this has been a brutal schedule, man. Even though the non-conference had no power fives on it, it's still probably the toughest schedule Arkansas has ever played. Yeah, I think that's true, too. Um, and it's unfortunate they're not healthy because if you've got 100% KJ and 100% Catalan, and probably feel a lot different. Miles Slusher. Yeah. Gosh. Yeah. I mean, that's your two best defensive backs, in my opinion, and they're out. Yeah. And Brainy's been out. Slusher out? Yeah. You're not giving me anything. You give me nothing good here today. This is really, really upsetting me. Okay. Uh, Tom, I appreciate you. Enjoy your weekend. And y'all have safe travels over to Starkville. Same to you guys. Take care.